you're listening to our show right now, and we love you for that. Be sure to subscribe and kindly leave a five-star review to show your support. Hey, this episode is brought to you by NailYourZone.com. Nail Your Zone features a huge collection of licensed vendors of Greek and Masonic paraphernalia. You're sure to find something that you're going to love, so check them out today at NailYourZone.com. Alpha Phi Alpha. Alpha Kappa Alpha. Kappa Alpha Psi. Omega Psi Phi. Delta Sigma Theta. Phi Beta Sigma. Zeta Phi Beta. Sigma Gamma Rho. Iota Phi Theta. Welcome to Greekly Speaking. I'm Eric, and joining me for this episode is Kimberly Maltzby of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. Kimberly was initiated in the Kappa Omega Sigma chapter in 2020. She is a global training manager, and she's also working with the Smithsonian and the National Museum of African American History and Culture to transcribe historical documents. Last but not least, she's a Star Trek fan, and she's number one in my books as far as that's concerned. <laughs> Kimberly, thank you for joining us on Greekly Speaking. How are you doing today? I am very well, and thank you so much for having me. May I say that one of the main reasons why I did this was after reading your bio, I noticed that we had a ton of similarities, right? One being the blue love, but beyond that, uh, one of the things that stood out to me that was quite compelling was what you said about us being fully representative of our organizations being one family, but also talking about and acknowledging um, the Greek influences in the Greek village that have helped mold us to what we are today. So thank you. Hey, I appreciate that acknowledgement, but first of all, let me say this. Uh, I'm, and I know this is about you, it's not about me, but I'm not only Greek, I am a fan of Greekdom. And I look back at all of the people who have helped me from instructors and neighbors and um, parishioners. And, and, and you know, I, I would be nowhere near where I am today had it not been for that community. So I love hearing stories and, and, and seeing you know, what all we have in common you know, more than anything else. So that's why I'm excited that you responded and you're willing to talk to us today. And I want to know about your story because I went through the list. I mean, I, I, are you sure we're not cousins or something? Because this is amazing <laughs> how much stuff we have in common. But first of all, where are you from originally? Thank you for asking. I am from Florida. So I am one of the few people that are, that are native to Florida. I am a Floridian. So I okay. reside in Central Florida. I'm about 30 minutes from Walt Disney World and about 35 minutes from the door of Busch Gardens. So we're right there in the middle. I lived in Tampa. I lived in Orlando, Altamont Springs. Okay, we, we, we're going to just stop because we might be related before we, <laughs> before we go too much further. So what, what attracted you to Sigma Gamma Rho? You are, you're a brand new member, 2020. I am. I am a Neo. Yes, absolutely. So what I would say is one of the things that made me want to be a member of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated was the fact that I had an opportunity to spend time with the members. So I, I randomly noticed on Facebook an informational session for our Orlando chapter. And so I drove up to Orlando and attended the session and I felt like home. 
You okay. know, that feeling when you walk into a room and even though it's like walking into a family reunion, you may not know everyone, but you still feel at home. That was the moment when I walked in there that I knew that I definitely want to be a part of Sigma Gamma Rho. When you get a feeling like that, then you know it's real. Yep. You know it's real. You either, you, you know or you don't know. It's amazing that having not been part of that chapter directly. I mean, you said this was a chapter that was in a different city, yep. um, but there was something appealing about apparently what they were promoting. And did you feel that love when you arrived in that first meeting? I did. I, I Let me just tell you, so I got lost. If anyone's not familiar with Orlando, Orlando is gargantuan. It's so, so large. And I had gotten lost trying to reach this informational. And one of my now sorors stood outside for 40 minutes, waited for me to get out of my car. Once I finally stumbled upon the place, walked me in and I said, okay, now listen, I came for the informational, but now I want to know how I can become a member of this because right. this is amazing. See, it's not what people would say, right? It's the fruit they bear. And right away there was this generosity and this, this genuine spirit that attracted me. That's awesome. So you come for the information, you stay for the sisterhood. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. How many other young ladies cross with you? So very good question. I ended up crossing at our Lakeland chapter, right? Because that's far more local to me than driving to um, Orlando. So there were four amazing um, women. So it was a total of four of us. The name of our line was Foreseen Destiny. <laughs> I love it. That's, that's very original. I like that one. And what was your line name? My line name was Royal Resilience. Royal Resilience. That sounds all royal and official and, I and, and know. formal and all presidential and all of this stuff. That's cool. I love that. Yes. I love it. So did you have any Greek influences in your life growing up or in college or anything? I did. I did. I had quite a, a varied mix of, of Greek influences. And when I was in high school, my mentor was a part of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And there was just something about her, right? I'm really big on spirit and, and how someone makes you feel. And there was just something about her. She never had to wear a, one piece of paraphernalia and I knew something was different about her. And then of course, in my family, I have a very mix of Delta Sigma Theta and Alpha Kappa Alpha. And as far as fraternities are concerned, one of my closest uncles is um, a -A. So I've had the privilege of being influenced by quite a few different organizations. That, that's amazing. I, I, and I love it. You know, one of my fondest memories of Florida, um, I remember we had a blue and white weekend and there was a sign on the side of the road that, that the local chapter put up and it said Sigma Weekend. And I get there and there were at least six or seven Sigma Gamma Rows there. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, at the Blue and White Weekend, okay. You know, this is at the University of Florida. And, you know, one of the young ladies said, well, the sign says Sigmas, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they showed that we had the best time with those ladies. I was like, hey, this is great. This is great. But, and like I said before, it's like 
you know, when you open that box of crayons, it, life would be boring if it was only one color, right? So, Absolutely. you know, you, you love that mix and we threw down, we had a great time. So how would you describe your Greek journey so far? I know it's been a short time and you have to be pretty bold and bad to join in the middle of a pandemic. That, that's awesome. Well, I, I'm going to tell you, my journey has been an amazing one to not sound cliche. I, I couldn't have predicted a global pandemic to happen in the midst of my interest and my journey. And just the sheer way that the organization and my local chapter responded and pivoted through this pandemic made my experience beyond. Like I could go on longer than 30 minutes about all of the accommodations, all of the phone calls, all of the sister check-ins that happened to make this experience one that I can share for times to come. So my experience thus far has been rewarding. It has been amazing and one of the most challenging periods of my life as well. That, that is awesome. So what type of community service projects is your local chapter known for in that area? Yes, so glad you asked about that. So a couple of different things. We have Project Cradle Care. Project Cradle Care provides baby supplies, right? And supplies to mothers who otherwise may not be able to afford it. And we get granular all the way down from the pamper to the binky to the car seat. <laughs> we want those ladies to walk away whole. Right. So that is something that we get so excited about. One of the things that we've also been really known for in the community is Operation Big Book Bag. Right. And Operation Big Book Bag, of course, is a, a national program, but something that we are so excited about as well. It gives us an opportunity to, again, get in the weeds from pencils to paper to book bag. We stuff those book bags. We give laptops to students in need. It has been amazing. Now, let me just communicate to everyone that has the privilege of listening to this podcast how amazing my organization is. So during this pandemic, we, of course, have been limited, especially in Florida, with our in-person contact with others. So one of the things that we did is we pivoted. And one of our sororers found Donors Choose. Donors Choose is like GoFundMe, but for public school systems, right? And so what we did was we were quite strategic. We found three different teachers that are in the surrounding communities that had things like, hey, help my students who can't afford hand sanitizer and germ-free zones. And we were able to fund all three projects and the funds were actually matched by Kleenex. So, um, wow. yeah, you can just hear in my voice how wonderful it felt to make that type of local impact and to do it from the comforts of our homes, right? But still be able to positively influence what's happening around us. You know, you, you should feel proud. And, and, you know, I think you're going to find a lot of people willing to help you once they see that you're actually out there for the right reasons, doing things that help people. And, and that's really what it's about, because I know for a fact that there's so many good initiatives going on 
but you don't always hear about it. And that's why, hey, whatever you all have going on that we can help promote, you just let us know. I, Hey, whatever we need to do, send some photos and, and hopefully you can continue to bless those students and those teachers as well. And especially those mothers. I love that, you know. So, hey, keep doing what you're doing. So what would you say to someone who's considering going Greek? What advice would you give them as they're making their decision? I would say glean from my story, okay? If I had made this decision while I was in college, I probably would have gone the wrong way, right? So one of the things that I would say is to thine self be true. Have the courage to not follow the crowd and don't join anything that doesn't feel like home. So that's my advice. Well stated. I love it. So speaking of being, you know, well-spoken and everything, the global training. So what type of training do you help corporations provide? Yes, absolutely. So I have the privilege of being able to work with rather large insurance companies, right? Healthcare industry. And what my organization does is partner with them to roll out strategic training initiatives. For example, let's say you are a large insurance company and you're looking to outsource your customer service. I would be the one that would come in and say, hi, my name is Kimberly. I will be your global account training manager. I will ensure that all of your initiatives, questions, concerns, job age, training curriculum, all those things reflect your core values. So I have the opportunity to not only support clients here, but also support clients offshore since we are an international um, organization. And I couldn't be more blessed to actually live my purpose. So it doesn't feel like work most of the time, which is why I'm working all of the time. But yeah, I, I, I absolutely am very, very blessed. Uh, hey, that's awesome. And so just for the benefit of our undergrads, collegiates, or anyone entering the, the job market, what type of background or um, skill set would you recommend college students include in their um, curriculum in order to be able to do something like what you're doing in case one of any of our listeners say, oh, wow, I might want to do that? So... What I would say is if you want to be in learning and development, one of the things you have to figure out right away is who's your audience going to be, right? If it's going to be children, do you want to do you want to do private school? Do you want to do public school? My recommendation would be to get that general education, the education degree, right? If you're looking though to um, to be a, a learning and development professional and your audience are adults, the sky's the limit, right? So you have the opportunity to either, you can, you can major in some of anything. My undergrad degree was in business, um, in business administration and political science. I say, go for something you're passionate about, take speech classes. Let me repeat, take those speech classes. You want to be very articulate. You want to be able to positively influence. And whether you're going Greek or not, and especially if you're going to go Greek, 
one of the things is you have to be a leader, right? And so leadership is not about telling people what to do. Leadership is about inspiring people to want to follow you. So I would say definitely do your English, do your classics, do your speeches, your speech classes. Um, enjoy your time. Major in something that you love that doesn't feel like work. And when it's time to enter the job force, make sure that your career is aligning with things under the HR umbrella, right? Learning and development, learning specialists, and work your way up. You don't want to be in the classroom forever. You want to get to a point where you can inspire people to follow your envision and you can positively influence trainers coming behind you. I was glad that you mentioned the speech classes because no matter what your major is, one of the first things you're going to need to do is be able to market yourself <laughs> to others, right? So you have to be able to articulate how your skill set can benefit that organization. So I, I, it definitely sounds like you've taught, let alone taken a speech <laughs> class or two. So that, that's great that you can be an example for our, our women and our, our men out there trying to figure it out and navigate this whole career concept, right? So let me ask you this, because you have another project that you're involved with, with the Smithsonian and the National Af African American Museum. What is that about? You're helping to digitize historical documents. Yes, yes, absolutely. So again, um, before I ever decided or, or, or pursued membership into Sigma Gamma Rho, I had to have a heart forgiving, right? And that's another thing, listeners, have a heart forgiving, have a heart that thinks beyond yourself. And so I was looking for opportunities to really beef up and vary my community service beyond just my church stuff and things that I'm completely comfortable with. And I was looking for online volunteer opportunities and saw that the Smithsonian has a program called Digital Volunteers. And so what better way to help impact history, right? Learn something new and give to one of the largest knowledge bases in the world. And so that's how I became a digital volunteer. Um, every aspect of the Smithsonian has a digital version. So guys, if you are interested, if this is something completely out of your comfort zone, I say challenge yourself and go for it. You can visit the Smithsonian online, type in digital volunteer and the rest is history. But yep, I wanted to just do something to vary my experience and to challenge myself. I see what you did there with the rest is history, history. Okay, all right, I love that. All right, so <laughs> last question for me, Star Trek. You said that you would probably take anybody with the trivia. What, what genre do you like on the Star Trek? Do you like the, the original series, the next generation, or you like the latest stuff that, that's out there now? No. So I, I'm all about going back to the roots, right? That's something else that a Sigma woman does, right? We, we know our history. So no, no, no. I, I am the original Captain Kirk. And before Captain Kirk was Captain Pike. Remember, one yes. episode and Captain Pike gets kind of removed. Right, Captain right. Kirk comes in, James T. So yes, I while I can appreciate Jean-Luc Picard for um, the next generation, I am a Kirk girl. So I, I okay. love Captain Kirk and the original. 
So give me a couple of your favorite Star Trek characters from the original series. Of course, Lieutenant Uhura, how beautiful was she and how influential. She had such a unique opportunity to break down stereotypes and barriers. She did so gracefully, love, love her. Spock, another trailblazing character. And then of course, you always have to appreciate the leadership of James T. Kirk, right? With the friendship of the doctor. So all of the main characters I, I loved. Okay, so in between archiving all of our history and providing all the assistance with the global training initiatives, you still have time to watch Star Trek. I, I, I do. Think that's I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I I watch very very little TV, and I watch a whole lot of Hulu and 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 Netflix and and Prime Video. But actually sitting in front of a television, not my thing. Not your thing. Oh, well, you're too busy helping the community with, you know, with the with the baby drives and, and all of that good stuff that your chapter's doing. So that's awesome. Well, you know, Kimberly, thank you so much for spending a couple of minutes to talk to us here on Greekly Speaking. And as I said before, if you have anything going on with your chapter that we can help you promote, feel free to let us know. We think you're doing some wonderful things. And um, to, it just keep being a beacon for our young people, okay? And thank you. And you continue to be a beacon as well. What you're doing is amazing. And so keep it up, brother. Keep living your vision. We are here to support you. So that goes both ways. I love it, Kimberly. You have a great time. Be careful and be safe out there, okay? You as well.